A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the little electron of this podcast. Aqua Styli. Aqua Styli. I had to look up what, how is light, like, how does lightning happen? Mm. What's up with this? The cloud electrons are attracting the ground's protons. Oh. Oh, classic. So it's not – oh, that makes sense because you can have lightning without rain, rain. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, lightning happens when the negative charged electrons in the bottom of the cloud are attracted to the positive charges, protons in the ground. Cool. Yeah. That, sounds fami- that sounds like elementary school familiar. Like, right, science? Yes, protons, neutrons. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Players only I remember that from playing. second grade, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Ooh, I'll sit, I'll put this on the um I'll put this on the show notes, but I saw a really cool video of like 
lightning off the coast in California because, you know, we've been experiencing this atmospheric river in this uh, during this January time. But light like collective lightning. I'm texting it to you guys right now. It's just trippy. It's just yeah. it's just shit is just quite trippy. I love like, it. Lightning's cool. Lightning is cool. Can be scary. But in those winter time when it's wet, it's like the fear of, you know, fires or this thing yes. is subsided. Lightning, lightning is scary when it might catch something on fire or it might you might get hit by it and be <laughs> electrocuted, obviously. Of course. From a safe distance, lightning is very cool. I like Absolutely. lightning. I was electrocuted in a storm, not by lightning. Whoa. Or who knows, but I had like touched an electronic device in a storm. I was grilling outside. This is like such a stupid story, but <laughs> I had just gotten out of the pool because it had started to rain, but we were like grilling. And so I was trying to clean up at my apartment complex and we had like a grill light that was attached to the thing. And I guess it was something was broken on it or I don't know exactly, but I grabbed it and then I knew right away to let it go and thank god I was wearing like rubber flip-flops at the time and my older roommate who was with me was like are you okay and I'm like I don't know what just happened and she's like I don't either but you you look like you're maybe sick or something and I was like I think we just need to go upstairs and as we were walking up she was asking me like so what what exactly did you feel and I'm like I think an electrical current she's like oh I think you just got electrocuted um anyway that's why I'm like this but um <laughs> I it it does reframe for me a lot of those like getting struck by lightning feelings and stuff because I'm like if it's not if you're hearing it after you're seeing it it's pretty far away from you yeah mm -hmm. like if if you if it's striking and you're hearing the sound that's when you're feeling the rumbling where it's like it's close to you so Whoa. I don't know. I do think it's pretty, but it's like it it doesn't scare me as much anymore. Yeah. I feel like well for the for most people it's such a rare sight and it feels like that phenomenon thing. I remember there was recently it ended up being like a viral ma marketing gag where some guy from the NFL got electrocuted at the electric lightning capital of the world in Venezuela, but then they faked it so that you could buy like casino gambling tokens. Anyways, I'm oh open about that video. I'm open about that video, but I, w I was like, wait, where's the lightning capital of the world when I saw that? And it's I'm looking it up right now. It's in the Andes Mountains at Lake Maracaibo in South America. 297 nocturnal thunderstorms per year. 1.2 million lightning bolts every Whoa. year. 233 flashes of lightning per square mile. Boom, boom, boom. 10 minutes of lightning there can illuminate all of South America. So if you want to look up Whoa. some epic lightning Whoa. shit. Catatumbo lightning, the everlasting storms in, I believe this is Venezuela. Again, this is Google result one. I do remember it was in South America, but I'll get the, the links for our lightning freaks <laughs> out here. Wow. But, yeah. Well, weather. I think it's a very, I think weather is a solid topic. I'm always it, interested. Well, that's I'm what always this interested. whole podcast is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Weather period. <laughs> soda, soda pops. And, yeah. and sometimes, and sometimes the planets um i mean i'm so look i don't know if i'm looking forward to aquarius season i think i am but it feel it's jury's still out i don't know <laughs> I, I think i'm I, just ready for something new 
we're just so triggered because we've had the eclipses and fixed signs and like our signs. Yeah. That anytime something fixed is coming up, we're like, oh no, what's like, gonna I guess. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's like the fine the final days of Saturn and Aquarius too feels like I just don't think of Aquarius be as being a sign that's like, oh sure, my home my co-home ruler like just breeze through me by i mean we will have like a sun um uh, a sun conjunct saturn you know at some point during this time of the date i'll get to it but anyways yeah it just feels like the last of saturn aquarius in this aquarius season i don't know it feels like it feels like school ending or something or like a like getting your yearbook sign like oh we're we're we are going to move on from aquarius kind of being in the forefront of our conversations for a minute because it's just been so there for some time well we're gonna move on from saturn and aquarius but then we're into pluto oh and fuck so I we've for- also kind of I just begun that. with aquarius oh but i think in a different but in a, that but i think in a different way what yeah. this made me think of and this kind of like came to me uh <laughs> struck by lightning <laughs> thinking of you know, the sign Aquarius, whether traditionally the traditional ruler of Aquarius is Saturn, the modern ruler is Uranus. But I think both signs, however different, are about freedom, kind of. And mm-hmm. thinking of, oh, I also watched, I got to link this. Um, I watched a great short that's an Oscar nominated short called My Year of Dicks. And it's Ooh. like an animated a uh, short that this woman made. It's very cute uh, and wonderful. Uh, but she, there was a character in there that was like a straight edge, hardcore person. And they were like, I'm, I'm straight edge because I'm, I want to be like white knuckled in reality and whatever. And it made me think of that kind of, that's a very Aquarian archetype to me of like a hardcore person that is just like, I'm sober. I feel everything at every moment. I'm completely aware and how that is like Mm -hmm. a very hardcore existence. But it also is one where you are essentially free from kind of any you're free. You're completely free. Not Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you are still shackled by, you know, the fact that you're a human and you have emotions and even even white knuckling it through reality doesn't abdicate you from that. But what this made me think of this Aquarius season as we are kind of wrapping up Saturn and Aquarius, or at the very least, we're getting to those later degrees. So when that Mm -hmm. Sun-Saturn conjunction happens, um, it isn't like, you know, it's not zero degrees, Aquarius. We are kind of moving through. We're familiar with this. We've seen her. We've had those Saturn-Uranus squares over and over. And so I think that we're there. My question to y'all is, um, like, what? What is freedom to you? Because I think that mm. that also is a thing that we are discussing and I think leads us into Pluto and Aquarius as well. Um, mm-hmm. But thinking about like, what is, what does that mean? Mm. Well, obviously we, we know exactly right away. Um, it's a, it's a, that's a big question. I think um, to me, I think it is. There is some kind of inverse of fear where I don't think that you can be free if mm. you walk out into the world and you're afraid that someone might be following you to hurt you, um, whether that be like, you know, issues we've had with the police and race issues or like women and uh, you know, sexual assault or a number of other things. I think there are certain things that keep you like shackled, so to speak. 
uh, sociopolitically where it's like sometimes like you have to have like, a weapon on you like as a woman just just to walk in the street at night or whatever that to me I think is like a, a shackle I also feel like to me a lot of it is just being able to to do the things you want and not to say that that means you don't work or you don't like do things sometimes that are obligations or that you don't that are in service of others but I think another issue that we're having with like freedom sociopolitically is that people aren't paid enough to like not only do the things that they want but get the things that they need and we're seeing during this Aquarius season something that kind of just stuck out to me because we were just talking about it before we started recording but we're having a series right retrograde Mm -hmm. on February 3rd Aries series I'm not exactly sure how yeah and that's like a lot about agriculture and food stuff and I think right now Mm. we're having such a difficult time like there's enough food why is everything so expensive and I understand Mm -hmm. gas prices and I understand like economically why it's happening I'm not asking like that question what I'm asking is why aren't we figuring out ways to drop those costs and make sure that they're like uh, is the same thing that I, I had was talking with a friend about a really expensive place I went to and he was like it's not fair that someone that works in restaurants can't afford you made a restaurant where they can't afford to eat there and it's mm-hmm. like the same thing with the grocery store. Like these people you were calling heroes two years ago can't afford eggs like yeah. that they're selling you. You know, it's like we shouldn't be in that situation. So I think some of that stuff, I think, affects freedom and, and just being able to kind of survive without people checking in on you. I mean, mm-hmm. like not people, the government and like agency checking in on you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's sa- same but I think choice is what it really comes down to, like the freedom to choose to get to do the things you want to do is such a a privilege. And, you know, I being born in 1989 in the United States of America, it's like a yeah, pretty cushy, you know, it's like a pretty cushy spot to like experience life. But I think the choice knowing that like we know better knowledge is is freedom. And I think that's been the frustrating thing of the freedom of now is like, so we know better but we don't do better. And boy, is that boy, is that frustrating? Um, so yeah, I think having choices is freedom. That's why like, you know, politics and right wingy stuff being about taking away choices, which I know they reflect back with like guns and blah, blah, blah. But then also your choices shouldn't hurt others. And like, it's a circle of like morality or whatever the fuck. But yeah, I mean, freedom is also like, and maybe this is a very basic sense for my thought of freedom. I was like, I would like to be able to enjoy a nice meal and not have Worry to sacrifice something else to enjoy a nice dinner and a nice vacation every once in a while. That seems, that seems reason. That seems in 2020, I was about to say too, 2023, that seems reasonable. Um, and then also, you know, no one's free until we're all free too. It's, it's all just the the trickle down of caring, right? Even with this extreme flooding and weather we've seen in California, we were talking about it off pod. It's like, oh, I haven't been faced with climate catastrophe. I've only seen it on social media and on TV, but that suffering doesn't mean I'm okay. And like, even after Roe versus Wade reversal, you know, like, but you're in California. It's like, that doesn't make me feel any better 
at all because that also could change. Like we've just saw things we didn't think could change, change, and now this is changed. So uh, I don't know. For, I think freedom is choice and freedom is knowledge. And then, yeah, and then not the fear. I think that inverse of fear too. Like mm. it still sucks that every time I go into a movie theater, I think, is this the time I die? Like yeah. that's like not a great, yeah. not a, I don't want to die at Megan. Come on. Like that, yeah. it was great. I mean, and I, if that was my last thing I saw, <laughs> Okay, Depends like, on which scene. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, you should be able to do live, exist without being, have been, I, I know what you say about being watched on. It's the same when they were talking about making, oh, $600 payments on Venmo have to go track to the IRS. And it's like, bro. Or leave like, us alone. And also it's. Leave us alone. And also small businesses started. Back when they could like not have to be all permanent to like I used to work at a Jimmy John's when I was in, in high school and early college. And it's like, oh, so he started this sandwich company with out of a cooler, an unmarketed, unpermitted cooler outside of colleges and made all this money because of, of dad's startup money. And that's OK. Like, I feel like that's the part of like history and education. It's like we need to bring like back loose business laws. <laughs> Maybe like is where is what I'm thinking, because then you don't get that chance to start your things and why did all these people get to capitalize on it and win when you know you're trying to track my $600 Venmo payments which is probably just for over expensive rent, rent? and car payments yeah. and just even like trading, with the it's more like the, money trading not like money spending or whatever yeah this isn't mean? really this isn't well, doing anything it's not so even it's not even so that. Aquarian also like it's just like oh so every everything is is wrong and it can be fixed and it really isn't that fucking it isn't that complicated. But as long as power, yeah. greed, corruption, capitalism maintains. I think the thing are. to me about the Venmo thing is like, oh, you want to track my six hundred dollar payment? What about the government officials that are like getting paid off from the stock market and like doing yeah. like I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, but it's like underhanded yeah. deals or whatever where they like insider, insider trading, trading. Yeah, insi thank you where's insider your let's see trading. your let's see your let's venmo. check on your venmo payments yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't even have venmo you have like whatever's in the cayman islands like yeah, yeah, that yeah. is just like, like beyond who's liking and putting emojis oh, on yeah, y'all's yeah, payments yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could do your constituents yeah. can do that we started rewatching girls last night which was just like trigger warning millennial culture but Adam Driver's character, Adam, again, I'm like on this episode three, season one. So very like, ugh, like peak early girls. And he's just like, you don't want to be a slave for anyone to make money. I mean, I do get $800 a month for my grandma. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, like it's just that that era of I'm an artist. You should be funding me. But it really I don't know, just thinking of like the Nepo baby conversations we've had in rich kid conversations of like, you don't want to be tied to anyone. It's like, oh, no, you're just you got lucky that your family started Jimmy John's or whatever and bought houses in Florida. Or are we even reading about this is a tangent like Graham Parsons. We were listening to a lot of Graham Parsons. When we were in the desert. We're like, oh, his dad owns 90 percent of all the orange groves in Florida. OK, mm -hmm. like so everyone, most people like if you made it and you have none of that like you're really so rare like you really are just that so rare if you did not have a single ounce of like that financial uplifting even if it's like 800 bucks a month from your grandma who's not a famous person or whatever it is well, but and also not even just that but uh 
overcoming racial stereotypes, gender stereotypes, everything, your se- sexuality. Like there are other ways that, you know, it's like, quote unquote, easier to be like a rich person of color than a poor person of color or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. there are levels to all of it. And so it is. I mean, someone like Oprah, who has overcome so much, yeah. you know, where it's like looking at her natal charts like, whoa, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And she has aqua something, right? She's, she's, she's Aquarius. I know she's sun. Aquarius. And uh, I believe Sad Rising. And so also, yeah. while I'm in like media wreck, which she also feels very Aquarian, we we watched, Pablo's read the book, but I haven't read the book, but now I want to read the book. So the book is better than the movie we watched, but Meet Me in the Bathroom about the, the indie sleaze movement of like 9-11 era New York with yeah, yeah, yeahs and strokes and moldy peaches um, was really, really good. But you just realize like, oh, they they were like pre gentrifiers, right? Because they were just kind of going into these like warehousey spaces and wanted to build a scene. And then they got kicked out. Like then the after 9-11, then the Williamsburg people wanted to leave Manhattan, go into Williamsburg, go into Brooklyn. And then they got kicked out. And you just realize like, that moment was such a moment because all the elements were right. And part of that element of creating a budding art scene is affordable spaces for artists to gather and practice. And especially with bands that have drums and loud shit, like you need to be out there. And yeah, then that just, they just really had the right time with the right people and like all the right ingredients. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought it was really interesting. Like the, like Pabs was like, this is kind of a sleepy doc. I'm like, you just got to take it for like the information of like, here's just a straight study of like what was happening at this point in time and seeing like the dudes from Interpol walking around the ash and debris of nine 11 is very uh, tr- w- strange. Like, it's just, a, it's very interesting imagery to witness of like, Oh yeah, this is the backdrop of this indie rock of this time. There was feeling like, well, to quote Janice Joplin is like, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. And that's where they're at with like, okay, all all everything that's popular is pop music you know 90 late 90s trl what if we just go be freak folks and just smear blue makeup all over our faces and just who gives a shit yeah it feels very aqua wreck for for this time totally and i think before we get into maybe more of what's gonna Uh, come down the pipeline i want to hear about what julia thinks of yes well the thing that Davis came Julia. to me, it's well, it's funny because it's, you know, almost Sag. And I feel like that if you read about that, that's the thing that they're always like, they're always about freedom. They're this. Mm, and I'm always mm-hmm. like, well, what the fuck does that? I don't know what that yeah. fucking means. What came to me this morning when I was thinking about this, getting ready for this episode was um, like. Knowing exactly what you are uh, like doing. Or whatever, like going like, oh, this is having clarity of, I don't know, like not purpose, but going, yeah, being like, I'm doing exactly what I want, need to be doing every day and how there is so much. I think what both of you talked about, there is so much stuff where people are having to um, not do what they want or go, I'll do what I want when it's this time or when it's this. And you're always kind of putting those things at action and it is for this other like sometimes it's for for correct reasons or for reasons that you can feel okay about but i think a lot of people are having to be really yeah or like not 
are trying to do exactly what they want to do and are afraid of other people or are literally in danger from other people's judgments of them or whatever. So I think it's both like clarity in your own place and also the ability to like trust that other people are doing the same and and have that same thing like both for you and for themselves and we aren't so we can all be kind of like doing what we need to do and I think that is also scene building in that same way where it's like yeah this is my this is my band this is the kind of music I make and I can recognize when someone else is making exactly the kind of music that they need to be making and I want to be part of a place where people are making the kind of music that they want to fucking make and Mm -hmm. that's like the that then everyone's kind of, you know, obviously and not using, not exactly using Indie Sleeve Sarah <laughs> in New York as a perfect example, because there was also a lot of where there's freedom. There are also people that exploit those things, thinking of a, of a specific canceled artist in there too. Um, but I think that ultimately is like to just do, to just do what you want to do or like, like the, what you feel is right yeah. for you. This is why we need a Sagittarius to explain freedom. We should have yeah. that. Sh- we should do a TikTok series where it's like, what does this mean to you? But it has to be something about your sign. Yeah. Because this Aquarius season I have, this is like ramping up to a major transitional period for me. Not not like astrology wise, but just stuff that is I know happening in my life at this time. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's what I'm going to go into this situation with is mm-hmm. having clarity on what I want to do and where I want to be and how, how I can get there. I can figure out without, without the government, without the help mm-hmm. of the checker inners. Mm-hmm. Well, cause I think something that we've talked about this often on, on our podcast about how like the, you know, Aquarius does get the humanitarian rap, but there are also our very evil <laughs> Aquarians who you would not call humanitarians but I think that there is something deeply Aquarius and it's why they often don't resonate with astrology um that is very individual in that like yeah I do me and you do you and we all do we all do each other or whatever like we all do ourselves and if we all just did us then we would it would be kind of taken care of or whatever like but but because each person does have I think where we get those communal things is that it is also deeply aware that each person has a role to play. We can't all be, if we're in a band, we can't all be playing guitar. That's, I mean, maybe if that is what we decide our, our band <laughs> is, that the vision. Go, yeah. yeah. Like if that, if that is what we say, Hey, we're trying something new, we're an all guitar band. Great. But like everybody's playing an instrument together, we make music, but it's only when we're all playing our individual parts at the time we're supposed to be doing them, you know? Julia, mm-hmm. please don't criticize my band Trans Siberian Guitar Orchestra. Well, hey, I'll be front row selling. I'll be selling merch after the show. Big, big Trans Siberian Guitar Orchestra groupie over here. This is your sign to start a band. If I think Aquarius season is a great start a band season. And also, I was just talking to Aquarius too, and they're like, "You should throw a." a retreat like an astrology retreat but like who's coming (laughs) and I was like fair question Mm -hmm. because that's you know I'm even with this like meet me in the bathroom New York 01 energy it's like yeah it wasn't just anybody's welcome in here hippie love fest it was like you're cool I like your shit play on shows with me I like this I want to cultivate the scene it is I think that's where the Aquarian dictatory 
totalitarian is like, no, 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 I have the vision. And honestly, you're not. It, it, mm-hmm. I think that that oh. snobby wanting to be cool Aquarius thing comes up, but like, and maybe it's my it 11th house. It's like, I get it. Like, I get well, that. That's too. why like, you have vision for the movement. You have the vision for the movement. That's why retreats are expensive because yeah. they're trying they're to screening price, you, they're trying to price <laughs> out people that aren't that. And yeah. if they can't, they can't price you out for being weird. Then they want to at least be compensated for the time that they have to spend with the with weird person weird at the retreat and not everyone is going to be weird there's going to be reward in having some of the people that you know maybe could barely afford it but really care about the thing and really care mm-hmm. about you or whatever but there's going to be some that you're going to be like oh, i can't thank god they pay thank god they're paying my salary yeah. this time well mm-hmm. that's very communal I'll, I'll all of those things too of the like community needing to be in community with people because we do need to learn how to be nice to a weirdo and nice to it to find those values and to say like oh, okay maybe this is a little bit more work but I do but but also that adds that always adds something to the retreat when there's uh like that also like kind of I don't know gives some form. someone we all know is a weirdo yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you need yeah. it it's not a it's not a retreat without it I think just looking at this first week two of Aquarius season it, it feels like it just starts up with such a bang because we have like Aquarius season starting January 20th and then the new moon is right after on the 21st and then Uranus goes direct and I know with like outer planets you know they're retrograde so much more of the year but it being Aquarius's home you know modern planet I think just feels like especially after this dusty kind of stale beginning of the year like okay like for, like you know no all systems are go like let's we can emerge from from the muck and i wrote something down about like the energy i I like aquarius stationing direct though too in the kind of background of what we've been talking about that saturn uranus square that we are out of Mm -hmm. exactly but is still there that i think uranus in taurus is there to go like hey aquarius before you completely uh assert your vision like remember these other things to kind of not i don't want to say keep it in check but it's there mm-hmm. to be like, hey, we got to keep these things in mind. I know you have this pure, pure idea of how things could be, but there are still some things we need to be mindful of and changing. Yeah. Yeah. Something I wrote ground. down was something I wrote down was like, it could be a good time to see where others see our gifts too. I think Aquarius back to that, like curating who they want in their group, like assembling the the dream team I think sometimes I think Aquarians have that gift to be like no you are really you're actually like a really good singer like are you actually I love your design style or whatever it is so maybe for are wanting that it feels like this is very the butterfly from cocoon time after a lot of the retrograde stuff and sleepy slower energy of of Capricorn season which I know is probably frustrating considering Capricorn is really like goal-oriented and wanting to move and and get it get it grooving so this could be I still think a nice like game planning time, but with insight from others of like where where they even see us bringing our bringing our gifts or talents. There feels like a real move towards some radical acceptance, too. And I think the word radical, too, is very, you know, (laughs) Aquarian. But in Mm -hmm. that sense where it goes like, yeah, my voice sounds weird. This is my weird singing voice, but I'm going to sing. Like, I'm not going to not talk. What am I going to? Yeah. Yeah. What am I going to be quiet forever? This is how I sound. So you either like it, you either buy my album or you don't, but this is the sound of my voice and it's not changing. We have those, that like sextile to, to Jupiter, uh, from 
the new moon on the 21st. We also have it from the sun on the 24th of January. And we also have um, some sexti- a sextile to Chiron, which that will happen, you know, from the moon as well, too, as it's like moving through Aquarius and that. But a sun sextile Chiron on the 1st of February. And so it does feel kind of like that. You know, in Capricorn season, we've been having those squares and and having that kind of more like, I don't know, painful. This feels a little bit more like, oh, all of a sudden this can become not not less painful. It's still your wound, but it can be used to your advantage. And now it is something that only you have that someone else doesn't. It is that thing that makes Mm -hmm. you a little bit special, quirky, whatever. We also have some semi-sextiles and things that are are going to be. Uh, positioning themselves and angles with the node and stuff so I think like that is that like because that node is leaving this year so this is those touches of like hey like reminder we're wrapping this thing up like you're still gonna sound like this for your singing example it's like you're still gonna sound like this when the node changes so like what are the what are the little like taps we're getting on the shoulder to remind us mm-hmm mm-hmm I remember I had an art teacher when I first started art college and I did, I was going for photography, not for drawing, but you had to take all the classes. I took a drawing class and my, my teacher was like, so you either need to lean into this elementary style of drawing that you do or get better, (laughs) like, or, or take class. He's like, no, not one is right or wrong, but your style is very crude. So you don't like, be like I wanted this to be better but I'm sorry I screwed it's like embrace the crude or if you want to get technical then you're gonna have to like wrap it up and get technical and I was like I'm just this I have to take drawing one-on-one so I'm not thinking too much about it but I guess I'll just own my crudeness and I think too even I mean this is like to age myself it's like very pre-Instagram culture where now I think yeah someone your your crudeness or your lack of skill is it's who cares it's style you know, like the skill, mm-hmm. who cares about the exact skill set if the style hits for people or resonates or you, I don't know, you're not like double backing on what you're presenting in terms of the style. Well, I had to get in a fight with someone at work. Um, One of my coworkers recently was commenting on my work in a way where it's like not, I, it wasn't asked for. And also it's not their job to do that. And um, I had to tell them because whatever they were talking about all the education that they have in the subject. And I said, I have actual paid and lived experience and it's actually my job to do this. So there are things that you can be taught and you can be able to critique or whatever, but you don't actually know what, what I'm being asked to do, how I'm being asked to do it, what I'm being paid for it. And it's also not your business. And it's one of those things where I, I had to be like, look, this is the way I do it. If you want to do it, talk to our boss and we can all meet and have a conversation until then. I didn't ask for feedback. And so it is, I think, and I think that's very like fixed sign. That's very North note stuff. Um, it's also like something I get paid very little to do. So I'm not going to put in the effort to take critique. I didn't ask for from someone who isn't isn't a part of the team or whatever isn't in charge of paying you (laughs) yeah um but I do think it's the same thing where it's like sorry if that sorry that it looks whatever to you but this is my style of making drinks and this is how I have to do it because you know I get paid minimum wage or whatever well I love that thinking of 
Aries and Aquarius sextiling together or thinking of that and what you said, Stevie, of that, like, your crudeness is style. And that to me is those two signs kind of together where it's like, this is how you do it is kind of also all anyone has. Like there is, if, if technique yeah. is a thing where we're all learning the same technique, we're all learning the same information, what you then make up for it or lack in it is kind of, I don't know, that is all you have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like outsider art, right? Like self-taught or, you know, not trying to be in this scene or trying to be regarded by your peers, but your peers can't get enough of you or whatever it is. It, yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, there's some things that are just undeniable. And like, there's some things that are just interesting and you don't, the genesis quality, you don't know why there's, I can't remember what time of year it is. There's a out, big outsider art fest in Paris. I think every year I've always wanted to go to it. Cause there was a, I don't know if it's still functioning, but there's an outsider art gallery in Chinatown in LA. And I, the, I might've closed with the pandemic and I hope it's not, I'm going to have to research this after I'm off this, but they had like all these drawings from this woman who was in a uh, like old folks home and she did fashion sketches. And like one day, like a nurse assistant was like, this is stunning. Awesome. Like you're yeah. making this amazing shit, but it was just some like 80 year old granny who didn't choose that life. And I think that that's, that's that Aquarian thing too, where it's like some things just have to, that's, I think that's where I'm coming back to like, what are your peers and what does the community say, have to say about it? Cause who cares who went, got the most technical school at bartending school or at RISD or did all the art stuff or did all the programs or whatever, because what's the stock, like, what does it hit? Well, what does it also, connect? Nothing is art until you're fucking dead until someone is oh, there absolutely. to say what a thing is. I just was and at the Getty the Villa mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of. And I know museums are problematic and that's its own thing, but there was like stuff that would be like a bowl or that. And it's like, that wasn't someone who made that because they were like, I'm the greatest bowl artist right. in the world. They just were like, yeah, time I, has passed. I'm a silversmith. This is what I make. And I, my detailing is this. And it then gets in a museum and it's this or whatever. But it's like those same things are it's like you're Lisa. This is my job. This is my lived experience. Where it's like, well, I'm doing. This is what my 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 freedom is knowing what my job is and how to execute that thing and doing it. And so it makes it then I can go fuck you. I don't care if you like it. That's not my. That's not my bag. And well, also, we'll let the, it's the Getty Villa decide. It's <laughs> let me know when the people that come into the museum say they hate it. Yeah. Or whatever. Let me know yeah. when the guest complains. Let me know when my boss tells me I'm doing. Of course, I'll take. I, I. It's not that I can't have feedback. It's just that yeah. it, it's not coming from you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's just one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine this episode in a podcast museum <laughs> sometime in the I mean, in the future? I mean, Self-referential I as well. I could. Yeah. Well, and then it's also, I mean, this is very, you know, Aquarian too, where it's like, well, what if we don't, if, if everyone's making stuff all of the time, then like life is a museum and you don't, we don't even need them. What is, what are we preserving? We're living it. We're making it all the time. Damn. Maybe. Any, uh, looking any at this, transits we should go through? <laughs> looking at well, this Mercury yeah. going into Aquarius on the 11th. Um, I was going to say, we have, well, we have to kind of backpedal the beginning week. We, we mentioned there'll be the new moon. Uranus direct and Taurus on the 22nd. Sun, sextile, Jupiter, Aries. And then we'll have Venus and Pisces too, which mm-hmm. I think is a nice little a plot twist in this. You know, it's a it's a softener. 
It is also very creative. So back to starting the band, I think that that could be, you know, Venus is happy in Pisces. So I think this could be a really nice romantic time, creative time, all that stuff. And yeah, I mean, we're not getting anything. The weather doesn't look too raw or rough for Aquarius season. It feels really supportive. Like love this trine from Mars Gemini on the 29th to the sun, Mercury trine Uranus uh, too. So I think that those kind of ideas or brainstorms or whatever that stuff you mentioned series to Lisa. I think that that's, can't we can't not talk a little bit about the what is the financial life of 2023 and inflation and food cost like i mean it's just shit's just i don't know if that's changing anytime soon but i think um those are all big things but i think that full moon week on the 5th then a few days later with the with mercury and aquarius too does feel like i i don't know there I like a lot of the what's happening in terms of the aspects and transits of Aquarius season. It feels really like supportive into like getting something new off the ground too, or like having like, I think so much of the last few months has been like, no, nothing new, <laughs> like mm -hmm. actually wrap it up. And now it's like, no, we can maybe take a little bit of a risk or change gears or pivot in terms of job or, or our social life or our creative life. It feels like some creative discussions that ultimately that always you come up against some sort of disagreement somewhere. And so we have to compromise, you know, there are some, some squares in there as well, but thinking of, I agree, Stevie, the, like, we're trying something new, we're going, and then it'll be like, okay, getting an assignment, you mm -hmm. implement this, then we decide, do we like that? Do we not? But it does feel much more, I don't know, collaborative, all of the, the aspects, even if I like that Venus and Pisces too, of kind of adding that, like, Hey, but we are like, I don't know. There's, it feels create creative discussion. Again, I'm like, I can't, can't stop thinking about bands, you know, when, when mm -hmm. can I ever, but thinking of that of like, yeah, just because sometimes those like disagreements lead to that, like someone yells the the missing lyric or whatever in the fight and then everyone goes like there it is let's go like it's not it nothing feels like it's um stopping the same way that it has in these past fixed signs it feels like this is those last pieces of us moving to whatever is next not that conflict is done by any means but there are yeah i find venus and pisces interesting here too because i'm i'm married to one uh natal one um and I think that sometimes they can really like, like, I know this as a, you know, I read all those things where it's like, I'll never date a Taurus again. So like, as this person who knows I have the capability to like manipulate people in relationships and have worked really long to get away from that, you know, um, but I could see how easily my sweet Venus Pisces, how easily I could, you know have them do something for me or make them think something was their idea when it's mine. Um, and so I think, again, it's like a very service oriented. And I think talking about Aquarius being humanitarian and stuff, I think the two things go together better than we give them credit for. Um, and so mm -hmm. I'm excited to see how actions of service and humanitarianism and social political stuff how it moves forward it obviously you know we haven't had a great track record but you know fingers crossed maybe we'll see some people showing up for each other maybe we'll see some political parties showing up for their constituents i'd love to see it
Well, it's the Mm -hmm. group project of it. And it's like group projects suck because you have to both like do, do what you've been asked to do and trust that the other people are going to do what they said that they were going to do. And sometimes you come on the day that a project is due or there's a check-in and someone just did not do what they said that they were going to do. And then how do you go, you know, from there, but that shouldn't stop us from still, you know, doing the Mm -hmm. projects. And I like that thinking of the manipulative because it is, there is a way where you can go like, well, no one's going to do, again, that Aquarian, like, well, I have the best idea, so I'm just going to be back behind the scenes or in front of the scenes making sure that it's still my idea. But can we all, like, not everyone's idea. Again, we have to, like, pick an idea, kind of. But but there's just let's, something let's collective about, about both yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just looking at the, the transits of it, too, right before that full moon, because we're going to get the sun where Uranus, like you mentioned, that's kind of that last taste of that trans or not really, I guess, like in terms, I'm thinking more of like the Saturn of it, like the squaring off of Aquarius Taurus energy is something we've experienced, but we're going to have that Venus, Venus Pisces, square Mars and Gemini too, leading up to that full moon. So I think, you know, knowing roles as well, right? Like you can have that group project, but like Julia said, like not everyone's going to play guitar and also like where, where the strengths and where the weaknesses come in together. And I think Pisces is so open and can try things out. And maybe it is trial periods. And it's like, well, why don't we try it this way for a few weeks? And then if that doesn't work, that's when the Aquarius comes in. It's like, then we'll, then we'll reshuffle like the organization. But I think the Pisces openness is a nice invite with all the Aquarian kind of Saturn and Uranus of like, I have this vision. It has to go this way. It's like, but we won't know until we try it a few different sorts of ways or see how that actually, you know, it's different being in the practice space than being live. Like, you know, even watching the strokes, like, wow, Julia Casablanca is, is quite shy. Like he's, is this, that life was not really for him, but he is maybe that's, you know, not his role in that, you know, like he is the front man, but like, that's not his like full-time job anyway. So I think that this invites an ex- a trying it out for yourself and experimenting that mutableness that we keep talking about, especially as it leads up to Saturn and Pisces coming, coming in March. but our final days, final weeks of Saturn and Aquarius to, and we'll have the sun conjunct Saturn on February 16th to jump ahead a little bit too. So that feels like almost to me, just symbolically like a, what has this been for you? What has the sun being so illuminating? Like what is Saturn and Aquarius? What's been, let's reflect a little bit too, of like, what has all this work? What has been working? What has not in, in that Saturn thinking of Saturn is like very like work structure goal mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah yeah i'm excited i think this well i mean it better be i'm just kidding. <laughs> like this, might, it better be a good query season yes i might have I'm, to have uh i'll invite you guys my, i used to do it this party every year but i haven't done it in a long time i might have to i'll, I'll uh send a dm okay a little a party a little yeah and i think hot, a little hot dog party Ooh, that's a good reminder too of like if you want, you know, that a a dance party regular night at a club or you're ready to start DJ. It feels very party, but maybe it's the Venus and Pisces of it. Or you want to change jobs or whatever it is. It's like, well, you got to, if you have, I mean, if you, this is, I think, the time to get those connections, meeting new people, letting people know who you are, what you're trying to do. I think that this is like really ripe with this Aquarian time. Well, I think it is that I think the sun, sun, Saturn and all of these two are the like, well, 
it made me think of like if you're not happy with who shows up to the party then it you might have to throw a different party it might be the party yeah. that you're throwing or whatever like that then, kind of okay. thing yeah or or who you, it could be who you're inviting but it also is like well what what are you communicating? What are you, how are your parties going? Are you doing the stuff? Like, are you doing your host role the way that you think that you should be doing? I don't know. Uh, this it, also just looking at how short Aquarius season always feels so short. Yeah. 20th, the 20th is. through February 18th is when the sun will move into Pisces. And then like the next day, again, it's the same. I feel like Aquarius and Pisces season are always like, we, we move, we have a new moon, and then all of a sudden it's gone. And I do feel mm -hmm. like that is also evidence. I mean, not evidence, but, you know, that lightning striking, that Pisces, like, fog. You have to look at it from the right angle. But right after that, we're going to get Venus into air. Like, it stuff's moving again. And so I mm -hmm. think that this is the, like, yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah. See, if not either, if you don't, if, if you see something you don't like, let's fix it. But it, it might be the thing that is your thing. And so mm -hmm. also like, maybe don't judge it. Mm -hmm. Also, I just have to say again too, I like this Mer when Mercury moves into Aquarius on the 11th too, because I think mm -hmm. we're out of the cap Mer Mercury that we had a retrograde in and no better time to, to change our like operating systems or just like Aquarius is just gonna, you know, flip the picture upside down. It's like, oh, what if we made that the album art instead of having it straightforward? So I think it just is, it welcomes such a reorienting of how you would traditionally in a very cap way approach with an Aquarian twist. So get tw twisted, drink your twisted tea and get twisted. Well, that's very cards too, which was this, that episode or am I in the wrong episode? Uh Oh, like revert. Oh yeah. With like, like, I yeah, don't know tarot anymore. cards. Like they don't, with playing cards, they're, often the mirror where it doesn't matter which way you look at them but like mystical mm -hmm. cards oftentimes are have a right side up so it's like what you're yeah. saying the album art the flip Ooh, if you I don't like read that. for reversals read for reversals in aquarius yeah. time is my, well, a card is my is, thought i like that because it is also like a card always has the reverse within it whichever way you're looking at it it is still a revert like we're afraid to look at it upside down but it is the same card but also thinking of those playing cards of like that is the it's both mm. you're they're facing you but they're also facing down and thinking of like an opponent kind yeah. of I love this is and the hand you got to play the hand that you're dealt which is both your you looking at the cards and how someone else is perceiving your like feeling about your the cards hand. that you yeah. have so like this I don't know Aquarius is also very kind of like poker facey that I can't think I just keep thinking about these Aquarius Aries mm -hmm. sextile things because I think it's been such coming out of this Gemini we've had such contentious like there's been sparks of those Aries Gemini sextiles too but having all of this like fixed square having the retrograde in Capricorn those cardinal squares too and having this be again like a flip uh we can mm -hmm. I don't even feel like there's anything to like to take Warm. precaution of because yeah. it's like you probably need something shaken up at this don't we all so i think this is just like hear the info see who's showing up and i don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to call in where you want to be and who wh who that looks like and what that world is but you got to make the moves too and let people know yes yes and some projects might be short term and some might be long term like that's the other like there's different seasons of of everything 
I think just remembering that you can play like the maybe you just win the the one game of poker or whatever, but that also mm-hmm. is cool. Like maybe you win on a bad hand and that's fucking cool. Yeah. Well, happy Aquarius season, everyone. Yeah. Really new- Lunar New Year too. Really feeling yeah. like we're in New Year. Rabbit year. So feeling in, uh, New Year I- time. Hop right in. Yeah. Hop in. Keep it yes. moving. Yes. And that is, oh, it is rabbit. It is rabbit year. And that's that hoop quick, little pellets wherever you go. But that's that quick, yeah. those quick dodgy, like, yeah, yeah, they're like little and soft, but also like they're pretty hard to catch. So and remember, overcoming fear is a symbol for rabbits. What, what were you talking about with freedom? And like with agriculture stuff, this is like my play for vegetarianism or whatever for environmentalism. But like vegetables are usually cheaper. So. If things mm-hmm. are expensive, don't forget to check on the Ooh. carrots and cucumbers and seeds and stuff. Uh, we're thinking, I mean, going through all of this, like alternatives. Mm-hmm. Alternatives. Okay, what are I'm some sorry. alternatives? House swapping. You know, I'm I'm trying to get that going on in 2023. Uh-huh. Why are we giving Airbnb our money? Let's meet all the cool. If you're listening to this and you have a nice apartment somewhere, like, let's get the Google Doc going. If you like, I will swap you my home in in Los Angeles. You live in Berlin. Do you live in in Miami? Yeah. Like, let's get Ooh. this going. Why do we only trust it when we're like paying too much for it? Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you know, wow, what? for real. Part, part of that, I think, too, is that it's mutual. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it makes you where you're like, well, they. If they wreck my house, I know where they live. Like, yeah. 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 But that's oh, I mean, all 100%. of that, like. Mutual, mutually assured, both success and destruction. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's get some. We're churning. We're churning. Wow. Yeah. There's a new if we can get the things that we're looking for, we just might, as humans do, adapt how we're how we're getting it and finding the alternative. We are we are adapting. We just have to decide, do we like these adaptations that we're making or do we need to start adapting to something different? Shake it up. Yes. Well, happy aqua season, y'all. We'll see you next Monday. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod and tiktok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities advertising or commission readings email us what's your sign podcast at gmail.com wis is produced by julia loken stevie anderson and lisa chenu artwork by alexa vicious and theme song by honor nezzo